0: Welcome to Reloaded Mondays, everybody. I just want to let you know up front, I am very sick. I am able to talk today, which is great because I have not been able to talk. I've been pretty much bedridden for the past five days, but I am turning a corner, so the show must go on. Pardon my lack of enthusiasm, but I am just very short of breath. I want to let you guys know, though, that this today is a reloaded show, and it has a very significant purpose behind it. Last week while I was in bed, just sick out of my mind. I got an email from a woman who told me that her husband was on the show a long time ago and he had just, uh, passed away and he was a big fan of the show. I remember going into YouTube when we're doing live events and he'd be in the chat and he's always saying, do you remember me? And I'm like, yeah, man, I remember you. Um, I always remember the people who are super friendly and he was one of the most friendly people that I have ever, uh, experienced when I was podcasting especially in the early days when I was still trying to figure out how to podcast. And the people were kind of rough around the edges with me, like, you know, trying to tell me how to do things. And he was always just very gracious and kind. Uh, so this is a reloaded episode where we talked to Rob from episode 46 and our hearts go out to the family that lost him. And Rob, you're going to be missed, man. I'll miss seeing you in the chat. Always asking if I still remember you. <laughs> Anyways, let's get to this week's Reloaded episode. Okay,
1: I'll reload it! i shoot the lights out Hide till it's bright out Oh, just another lonely night Are you willing to sacrifice your life? Wow. <laughs> In the shadows, it's called probing. Make sure things are all clear, clear for, for the rest of the rest of
0: the Welcome to the show, everybody. I am your host, Tony Merkel, and you are listening to The Confessionals. If you've had an encounter or a story you'd like to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is theconfessionalspodcast at gmail.com. That's theconfessionalspodcast at gmail.com. Or you can go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the connection section and you can reach me that way as well. And while you're at the website, check out the store. We have a bunch of t-shirts, mugs, phone covers, pillows, all with our logo on it. Send me a picture of what you're holding or wearing and I'll put it on the Facebook page for everybody else to check out as well. Now let's get to Rob this week who has a lot of crazy experiences throughout his life with his wife. Okay, tonight I have a great guest coming on. We have Rob, and Rob contacted me a little bit ago with a UFO encounter that he saw. And Rob, I believe you actually have some other things you want to talk about tonight, but how are you doing?
2: Oh, doing good, doing good. Nice weather today.
0: Happy Halloween. Great. Happy Halloween to you, too. Uh, (laughs) So you contacted me. You're down in Texas, and I'm up here in Pennsylvania. We actually kind of miscommunicated a little bit on the (laughs) the time-wise, because I always forget to... Yeah. I always forget to say eastern time but um so you've had these UFO encounters and I would like for you to just kind of like start us off there like what happened uh what did you see uh down there in Texas
2: Okay um this was uh one evening it was it was a little bit after 9:30 my, my my wife and I decided that uh we gonna needed to go make a run to the store well we go out the back door and getting into the car and she says, what is that? And, uh, when I look up, we see these, these round orbs that look like balls of fire, you know, flying from one side to the other, uh, from, I think it was flying from east or from west to east is the direction that they were going. And, uh, not, you know, not too high above the horizon, you know, we were able to, uh, look at, see them over the houses and, um, you know, seeing a, you know, a few of them and I was like, wow, you know, saw so one time I did I had remembered to pull my phone out, you know, started filming it and, um, you know, we saw quite a few at first when, when they were flying across, it was like maybe six or seven in a group. And then, uh, once I started filming it, it took me a little while to get focused on it and, uh, they started turning into formations of three these uh these round balls spheres of light and in fact in the video it doesn't even do it justice to to what we saw and uh a couple of times uh as the formation of three the lights would turn and uh i know a couple of times i saw it look like a solid object but you know at other times you could actually see sky behind you know through the lights and uh, my wife had seen that also and. One of the weirdest, weirdest things that, that we had witnessed when watching this, and I've I i I've looked on the video, I can't find it, but um, the headlight of the three, the, you know, the front light, actually a white light dropped out from, from the front one to the ground. Now, I don't know. You just saw it fall, you know, and uh, that happened on two different ones. So, I mean, that was like, really really strange well i had filmed like uh i think three minutes and something seconds of the first the first few that had gone by and you know they were flying off in the distance and even when i'm looking at it through the the camera and with my eyes i'm seeing lights and but on the camera there's there's some lights that are showing up and some that are not so like it is i don't know if it could be you know, looked at or filtered or anything to where we could try to see. But, um, you know, and in the background, you know, there's Venus. So, I mean, it's like, wow, these, these are some strange lights, you know, flying through the sky. And, um, you know, so they kind of had stopped, and I, t- I told my wife I turned the camera off, and I told my wife I was like, I wonder if there's going to be some more. And then, soon, no sooner did I say that here comes some more, so I was able to go ahead and turn <laughs> the camera back on and, and get those also. But like I said, it looked like they were coming from a east to west direction, and then by the time it was coming more parallel to us, the way we were looking, it was going away from us. So, you know, that was pretty much. Uh, you know, the, the view that we got to see, you know, and then, you know, after that, so it was probably about close to seven minutes, you know? uh, And I think there was even a, a a spot where I was able to get an airplane in one of the lights that way, you know, the airplane was flying over as a matter of fact. And that's why I think it, you know, not far from us is Ellington air force base, you know, and uh, you know, of course not far from that is NASA. So, but I was just, thinking, I was like, I don't know if this is man-made or, or not, you know? Yeah, I
0: mean, has there ever been any kind of uh, conspiracy theories floating around locally about
2: Ellington? See, that's, that's, I don't, I haven't heard anything about that. Um I would like to try to check that out and do some research on that. I mean, between Ellington and NASA, and then, you know, you got clear Lake and clear Lake has a, a big waterfront, you know, and, you know, you know, the, the, you know, some of the, I don't want to say conspiracies, but what's out there, you know, some au- underwater bases and stuff like that. And there was another, another. Uh, right here close to us also right off of 225 there's the uh the battleship texas and the monument well our san jacinto monument you know is um it's an obelisk you know and and there has things to do with uh you know energy lines and, and ley lines of the earth you know a lot of times that they would build these uh monuments on areas like that and then especially you know that uh that land that was, you know, the battle. So, you know, a lot of blood was spilt on that land. So I don't know if there's, has anything to do with that. Um, NASA, I just know that, you know, this, this, we were able to actually get on film, you know, the, the day before Thanksgiving last year. Um, but, Previous to this incident, uh, our very first one, my, my wife and I, we were just dating. We we're like 17 years old. And uh, here in Deer Park, they had a fall festival. So we were at the fall festival and, uh, you know, it was already evening time. It was kind of chilly. So we decided, you know, we we're going to go ahead and leave. And, you know, my wife at the time, you know, my girlfriend's wife, <laughs> she lived in uh Houston. So we went ahead and was leaving Deer Park and, you know, driving along the feeder road. And as we're driving, headed towards Houston, before I get onto Highway 225, because that's the freeway that runs along in front of Deer Park, um, I'm driving and from north to south over the Shell refinery chemical plant over 225 and over the road right in front of where we're at, this bright streak of light, uh, come shooting across the sky. And it was like, literally, it was a streak of light, you know, i told people in there, like, you sure one shooting stars. Like, no, this was a streak of light. And what, what made it even weirder than that is it was a streak of light. I said, what the heck is that? My wife looked up and when when she looked up and saw it, it was in front of us and it separated that streak of light separated into three perfect spheres of Amber light and just disappeared as soon as they showed up. Like one, like there was one, two, three, like the streak of light across and then one, two, three, and then boom, gone disappeared right in front of us. (laughs) We were like, what is that? Um, So it's, to me it seems like there might be a connection between what we saw when we were younger and then what we saw here on, uh, you know, last Thanksgiving, yeah. you know, cause it, it, everything was too similar, you know? I mean, it's, it's, it was weird. And it, it was almost like, and I've been thinking about this here lately. It was like, cause you know, we, the stuff that, that, you know, me and you watch, you know, it talks about stuff that's, faster than light and faster than, you know, the speed of sound and stuff, I think we had actually witnessed something that came in faster than the speed of light. And when it stopped, you know, that's the end part that we saw was the the streak and then the three lights and then boom, they disappeared.
0: (laughs) Wow. So, I mean, I think there's gonna be a lot of people that would ask this question. So I'm going to go ahead and ask it to you. Uh Uh, When Mm -hmm. you saw that when you were younger with your wife is there any chance that it could be a, a, like a flare gun or something? Or do you, because, because what I'm picturing the way, the way you Mm -hmm. described it is what I'm picturing is a streak of light splits into Mm -hmm. three and then they disappear, not phase out. And I think that would be the the distinction between a flare gun kind of thing and not, what are your thoughts on all that? Right.
2: Yeah, this was uh, definitely, it wasn't, uh, it it was light. It was light based. Um, And when, when you're actually, okay, When you're looking through your windshield, when we saw it go across, I mean, it was a ways from us. It was probably, probably about 200 yards from us when it came streaking across and it being that far, it was probably about say maybe a hundred, 150 feet above the ground, you know, above. You know, because it, it, like I said, it, it flew, it had to have been higher than that because it flew over the refiner, it flew over 225 and, and then it was just that. But when you're looking through like my windshield, they look like the size of like beach volleyballs, you know, but it wouldn't be that close. It would be, you know, in the distance, but through the windshield, that's about how big they looked, you know, and it was just this glowing amber. Uh, weird. you couldn't see through it? It was just these perfect balls of light, you know, and they were huge. And I mean, it, it was, it was very strange. Yeah. Anyway, it was no flare. It was, I, I've been trying to figure it out. You know, ever since it had happened, we were like, you know, what was that? You know, and it was just, it, it was just strange. You know, like I said, it was, it was a, a light, you know, I mean, um, this is another one that happened not long after that one. Um, maybe, okay. That was when we were 17 and we got married in 95. So my son was already here. So it had to have been about 96 or 97. Okay. We're, uh, staying with my wife's, uh, mom in Pasadena and it's, uh, Me, her, and her brother, my brother-in-law, we decided that we're going to go to uh, Blockbuster Video. So, you know, they still had video stores back then. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So we're going to go ahead and go to Blockbuster Video. And we're on this street called Vista. And it's right next to uh, a hospital, which is called Bayshore Hospital. You know, you can look it up in Pasadena. Well, we're... We're going down Vista. We're going to go ahead because Blockbuster Video is in the shopping center on the other side of the hospital, which, you know, that was a target and all that there. Well, we're going to go ahead and cut through the hospital. But as we're going down Vista, I'm looking up and I see what I thought was an airplane because, like I said, we – and we also, you know, we have Hobby Airport around here also. You know, we got to – you know, there's a lot of stuff flying around that are – you know, Ellington field and, you know, hobby and continental. And so he, he, we grew up with seeing airplanes in the sky, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, we're going down and I'm looking in the sky and I, sw- what I thought at first was a airplane. It was silver, but then I'm looking and I was like, it doesn't have any wings, <laughs> you know? And, uh, I tell my wife, my wife is driving. And I'm like, Hey, you know, there's something weird. Let's go ahead and, and pull around and, and get out and look. So we we pull in to where we would have turned to go to Buckhurst Buster Video, but there was some townhomes right there. So we pulled in right there, and this is what is weird. All three of us are standing outside of the the car doors, looking up at it, and it starts to float away, and we just get back in the car and go and and it how long like, and uh we just go ahead and get back into the car and go to blockbuster video you know get some movies and, and and when i first saw it let me tell you it was daytime when i saw it because i remember seeing the sun shine sun shine off of it because it was a silver silver looking uh object um when it left us, and we went to uh, Blockbuster Video, and then went back to her mom's house, she was like very upset with us because it was already dark time, and she was like saying, "We're you know where are y'all? and uh, we, I guess we just kind of blew her off, you know, because we were we were you know still you know kind of young, and but the, the funny thing is we never we never talked about it. And I didn't remember that, that incident till years and years and years later. And, uh, to where I told my wife and, and we all remember a little different things about what happened. And, uh, my brother-in-law doesn't even want to talk about it because I asked him, I was like, Hey, you remember he's and he does not even want to talk about it. But, uh, eventually one day I would like to have, uh, the regression regression hit hypnotherapy you know and uh to see if i can recall some stuff that i that i don't remember because that that, that's the strangest of all that we did not remember the time was missing you know because we got in trouble um for for being out so late and it you know um that that was that was pretty strange pretty weird um let's see what else was was there about that one um uh, oh when my wife has just reminded me when whenever we were standing by the car because or, originally she was the one that was driving, and I was in the passenger' side, that's how I was able to look out you know my right side and see see that, but when we were standing there, I was on the driver's side, my wife was on the passenger side wow that's that's, trippy. that's one of yeah that's one of the things that she really remembers and and, you know, she's she's had some some pretty strange experiences, too. It's like we're almost a magnet for, you know, uh, UFOs and paranormal stuff. But we, we got some good ghost stories, too, man. <laughs> All right. Well,
0: before we get into that, let's take a break. And when we come back, you can hop right into those ghost stories, okay? Okay. Okay. We'll be right back, everybody. And Rob, before we went on the break, you said you had some good ghost stories to share. So why don't you just hop right into it and share with us what you uh, what you experienced, man?
2: Okay, um, I will share one. Uh, we lived in a, uh, an apartment in Pasadena, and it was a upstairs apartment, and there was strange thing. Let me first start by saying, ever since I was little, I could always sense something, you know. Um. And I, I, I would sense weird things. And even at this place, what what the rumor was that a kid had died in the swimming pool and the ghost of this kid was running around the apartments. Well, my wife would always hear uh, a child say, mama, mama, you know, and there would be no, you know, our kids wouldn't be there. They would be at school or, or somewhere else. That was some of the strange things. And then you would be sitting on the couch. And the hallway that goes to the rooms would be to your left side. So when you're watching TV, you would see like a, a shadow head up your, your side vision. And when you would turn, it would be gone. You know, so we were constantly seeing that. Well, my cousin is spends the night one weekend. And, uh, you know, we already know that weird stuff is going on. So we, you know, ask her the next morning, you know, hey, you know, how'd you sleep? She's like, you know, she slept good, but the kids kept getting up and going to the kitchen. Well, my kids, they were still little enough to where we had them on a schedule where they would sleep all night. So she wasn't seeing my kids getting up, going back and forth to the kitchen. But, you know, she saw it. So I don't know if we even uh, actually even told her. Or maybe we did. But um, my neighbor. across. Oh, OK, OK, hold on. Let me. Well, let me tell you what happened with the neighbor first, and then I'll tell you the the best one up that place. Uh, My neighbor, he was a taxi driver, and he would work the night shift, so he would be sleeping all day. Well, he he would come in in the morning and sit there, and he said he was sitting on his bed, and the end of his bed mashed down like somebody had sat there and another thing that was happening like his drawers they were like old school drawers with the brass handles that you could you know they would clack up up and down um you know like i guess like you know old furniture type you know hardware on it well he said he would sit there and they would start doing that they would start clacking up and down and i was like wow that's you know you're you're right across the hallway from me that's some weird stuff but uh you know, and he was saying that, you know, he would hear that, you know, weird stuff too, but then see the shadow. But the ones that got my wife the most and really was like, wow, there's something going on here. I'm at the store. She's doing dishes. And behind her in the kitchen, there was, you know, a ceiling fan with the light. So it was casting her shadow on the wall as she was, you know, doing, standing there doing the dishes. Well, she said that, all of a sudden, the shadow rose up b- beside her on the wall, and it scared her and she was like saying, "Rob, is that you?" you know because she was thinking I was inside of the house, but I wasn't even back from the store yet. When I come walking through, I could through the door, I could hear her say, "Rob, was that you?" And I was like, "No, I just walked through the door and that's when she had told me that that shadow had rose up. You know, it cast it casted a, a, up against the uh, the wall. You know, so it basically rose up from the ground up next to her shadow, and it freaked her out. You know, but uh, yeah, that was just some some of the weird stuff at that place. <laughs> but that's, um,
0: that's crazy. I mean, so it wasn't even part of her shadow; it was a separate shadow rising up next to hers.
2: Totally separate shadow rising up next to her. Yeah, yeah.
0: Wow, that's and, trippy, man.
2: It, it, it was, it was a very, for her, it, it freaked her out. I could d- definitely tell, you know, and like I said, we, we've we always had weird stuff always happen to us. So it's like, it's kind of normal, but it's still, when it does happen, it kind of freaks you out a little bit, you know? I, we've known each other since we were 12, you know? So we, we've grown up together and then, you know, we got old enough. We got together, even got married, started having kids. So we have a long history together. We just didn't know that it was like, both kind of weird and strange and, you know, somewhat kind of paranormal type stuff. Um, So we're driving and I'm driving by this neighborhood and I'm just looking forward and I hear her with her voice say, isn't that the neighborhood your aunt lives in? And when I looked up, she turned and looked at me and goes, isn't that the neighborhood your aunt lives in? (laughs) I was like, what? I go, I just heard you say that, you know. So you're
0: saying she only
2: (laughs) said it one time? She she said it one time, but I heard it out loud with my ears in my head. <laughs> you know what I mean. So it, it was it was very strange. That's what I'm saying. It was like, wow. I know. It, it's still. I, I bring it up every now and then. I was like, wow. You. I remember when I heard you say something before you said it, and then you said it. <laughs> you know what I mean. So basically, I could have answered her question before she even said it again if I would have realized.
0: Wow, that's, that's,
2: that's that trippy. And that I, <laughs> I heard her say it before her mouth even opened, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we, uh, we've, we've experienced a lot of stuff. There was, it uh, was another time uh, my son, he was just born. He was probably maybe, maybe six months old. We had moved to Colorado where my father-in-law lived and this is Western Colorado. Uh, actually it's outside of Trinidad, Colorado, like Southern Colorado. If you go through Raton, New Mexico, bam, you're in Trinidad. So he lives up in the mountains and, uh, he's setting up this land, you know, he's got a little RV, you, you know, there's an outhouse that you have to use. It's, it's up on the top of a mountain. So, you know, he's, you know, getting it all set up. Well, one night, uh, When we first got there, we had uh, wound up having to sleep in the car because, you know, there just wasn't a whole lot of room in that little RV for me and my wife and, you know, my son. So we decided we're going to go ahead and sleep in the car. Well, we fall asleep and I wake up and I feel this force on me that I'm trying to push off of me. And I'm like, what, you know, what is going on here? And I can barely move my head and I look and I can see Cindy you know, laying there sleeping and I can, I can't speak. I, 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 I can't say anything. That was another thing that was so strange. And then I turned and, and it's taking everything I can to try to turn. And I look and I see my son, Jacob, he's sleeping in his car seat, you know, and, and I'm thinking, what is going on here? And I, and I turn back and I look and I'm in the passenger seat. My wife is in the driver's seat, you know, she's sleeping. And, I feel this force, so I literally I take my hands and I'm like pushing up, trying to push push it off and I'm like, What is going on here? Well, at this time I'm hearing this whistling sound, like somebody whistling a tune, you know, like a little like a little tune. And I'm like, What is that? And I look out the driver's side window where my wife is, and I look out the window past her and, and in these mountains there's old logging trails all over all over these mountains. So I look and I can see down this old logging trail and I see yeah, he had been maybe 75 feet to 100 feet away but I see this shadow figure man and it's standing there and I'm like oh my god what the heck is that you know and, and mind you I, I'm still having trouble. I can't move You know, I can't speak. <laughs> it's just like I'm talking to myself in my head like what is going on here and You know, I've seen shadow figures before and all that. You know, growing up and stuff. Like I said, because I always felt felt that kind of stuff. The strange thing about this one was he was holding a lantern that was the old school, old style glass globe with the wire going around it. Lantern. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, when when I saw that, and I could still hear that tune whistling, and I was like what the heck you know and i it almost was like so much that i i remember i closed my eyes and i opened my eyes and it was daytime and the birds were chirping you know sun was in my face i was like wow um i told my wife immediately i was like you're not going to believe what happened well the next night she goes ahead and she's sleeping in the rv and uh, her and jacob they're sleeping in the little you know Pop up RV, not a pop up RV, but it's just a small little RV. Well, she tells me that she wakes up in the middle of the night and she sees this greenish, glowing orb outside of the window. And she was like, "What is that?" You know, and she wanted to just, it freaked her out. I guess it just made her go go to sleep. Well, she woke up the next morning and looked the direction where she said that she saw it outside of the window, and there was no window there. It was totally closed off, meaning she saw this green glowing orb inside of the RV. Wow. It, yeah. You know, and I mean, and this is in Colorado, so strange things, we just they happen, you know, it doesn't matter where you're at. <laughs>
0: wow. So let me ask you, I mean, with you and your oh. wife both experiencing things, throughout your lives, Mm -hmm. is there a history with your families of this, or does it just seem to be you two?
2: I I don't know if there's a history with the family. Well, I I actually do know that my wife's dad, and she can tell you ever since she was little, had said that he was abducted one time. You know what I mean? And he had seen stuff. Okay. You know, and there, there was an incident one time when she was real little and they lived in Houston that she woke up and she saw these little creatures running around in her room and it scared her. And it, 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 what happened was it ripped the blankets off of her bed and she woke up screaming. Her dad comes in, you know, she was like, Som- you know, something's there. And uh, and I got permission to tell this story, too. So I already talked to her, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, so. She goes ahead and goes lazy with her parents. So she's laying in between her mom and her dad and she's, you know, still scared and she looks up and she sees one of these things sitting on her dad's chest and it's like looking at him and she says she can't remember what if it was something that was coming out of his mouth into that mouth or vice versa, very strange, you know that, you know, she, she witnessed this and she was just so petrified. She, she, my, I guess just you know, passed out and then woke up the next day. But what is crazy and weird is when we had moved to Colorado, my father-in-law had told her, he goes, do you remember those little creatures, you know, uh, when you were little? And then she was like freaked out. She was like, yeah. And he kind of just dropped it at that, you know, was kind of just he chuckled and was like, ah, you know. Like, see, I told y'all it was real. <laughs> wow. You know? So I mean, I mean, there's so, so many, so many different things. I mean, and this is just like it, it's, it's, it's weird because you, I don't know, it's like sometimes you feel like you're not normal because things just happen to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, the the definition of normal is very loosely defined in my mind.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, exactly right. So, I but, mean,
0: uh, when she saw these little creatures, I mean, did uh-huh. she, she describe them as grays?
2: Uh, no, they were smaller than that. They were smaller than that. And then, you know, we've also been looking into, you know, the little people and the little, there's, you know, there's all kinds of little crazy things out there. And um, she's been trying to figure out what, what it closely more resembles. It's, I don't, it's not like a gremlin. It's like a gremlin, but not like the TV movie gremlin. You know what I mean? She said it was definitely ugly, scary, and it it really freaked her out, you know? And like I said, it started off by pulling the blankets off of, you know, uh, off of her. And that's what really initially started it, you know? And then I was like, wow, I thought I had some weird stuff happen to me, you know, (laughs) when she told me this and, (laughs) Uh, I mean, there's, and it's, it's like, as I get older, I start remembering more stuff. And, you know, when, when I was like, say little, um, uh, I don't know why, I mean, i like I said, I've always, you know, felt different energies and, and stuff like that. Um, and I, I heard, you know, sometimes with traumatic experiences, you know, people wind up getting these gifts, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, able to see and you know hear different things and like I started remembering and I was like man when I was when I was three or four years old I remember I was riding my mom and dad uh it was just me my mom and my dad and I remember we were riding in the back seat of this Cadillac and I was sitting by the door and we were going down the freeway and I remember the door opening up and I'm falling out looking fixing q c concrete and then my mom just grabs me and snatches me back up into the car you know that's like one of the first memories that i that i have of being like three or four years old and i don't know if it was something you know that should have happened that didn't happen and then you know you wind up being a little more in tune to other things you know because i mean i, I I tried to like when i was when I was younger, and this is like probably three or four same same time i mean i one time I was asleep and I woke up and my face was like close to the ceiling, and I freaked out, dude, and when I did, I started screaming, and I fell down to the to the bed. And then my, I remember my feet were on the wall, and I was just, you know, kicking and screaming. And my dad had had run in, and you know, wasn't you know, what's the matter? But I was, you know, I was. I just remember that. I have the, that memory. Um, there was another memory that I had where I actually seen something look through my window at that same age. And when I think about it now, and and what's even crazier too is it. it to me, it was like a gray. But like I said, I was a little kid, and uh, for some reason, like, little midget, like, uh, clowns and stuff, anything little like that really freaked the shit out of me when I was growing up. You know what I mean? And I don't know if it had to do with something that like that, you know, that, that I did see because it was like – that. And I just remember seeing it peek through the window. And uh, I had told my wife that. You know, this is a memory that I'm, that I'm remembering that I hadn't remembered in such a long time. And I remember it was, it was, you know, I was, I was around three or four years old. It had to been like, I think it was about 1979, 78 or 79 when that happened. So I told my wife this and she, she was like very surprised because she said practically the same thing happened to her when she was little in Houston, you know, entity at the window. And I was like, oh, wow. "What? Are you kidding me?" Yeah, so a lot of our experiences they're they're paralleling. You know what I mean? So you and, guys uh, you guys
0: grew up together since you were twelve. Is that? I'm assuming mm-hmm. that's in the same neighborhood.
2: Yeah, we lived in the same townhouses growing up. So these yeah, these, I was these actually friends with. Her.
0: I was just uh-huh. going to say these, these experiences. Uh, I mean, when you see something, look through the window. It very well could be the very same thing. Looking through her window too, right?
2: That's what I was, you know, uh, and I tried to ask her, the description of hers is a little bit different than, than, than mine. Um, but yeah, it's the same. It's an entity at the window, you know? And, and that, that was like, that freaked me out. I was like, wow, what? And then, you know, and, and we have kids too, and our kids are like, um, in tune to stuff also, uh, like my daughter is, uh, extremely, uh, she'll see, see things, feel things, you know, just like how I, how I grew up. And, um, in fact, she, she told me a couple of times when we would go visit people and they lived in an old house that she would see, you know, uh, entities and stuff like that, like one in a flannel shirt, you know, and, you know, different, different things like that. And when she was really, really small, this is, this is something that, that freaked us out. Not freaked us out because I mean, it's things, weird things happen to us. So it's not really much to freak out. But this was like a day before my wife's grandfather had died. And he was already, you know, he was old. He was, you know, not, we knew it was coming. And uh she said that she Heard Priscilla in her room say, "Cause her, we're half. oh well, my wife's Mexican, my my, and so her grandparents they're they're Mexican. They called her, you know, Wella, Wello, and uh, well, Grandpa. We'll say Grandpa. And uh, she goes, Grandpa, you know, you're here. And uh, we already knew that, you know, her grandpa was sick and he didn't have much longer. And my wife just could hear her in her room. She's like, Grandpa, where's you know, where's Wella, you know, where's Grandma? And so my wife is like goes into the room and she sees Priscilla there's a ray of light shining through the the blinds and that she can see and she sees Priscilla hugging that ray of light you know saying i love you grandpa you know and uh you know that night he died you know um i was working night shift in in shell refinery over there when i when i got the call and that you know he had passed and it was just so weird that that happened so Before, if I'm, uh-huh. if I'm hearing you you right,
0: you said that I think you said your wife saw your daughter uh-huh. hugging light,
2: yeah, and calling a The rays of light. Wow, yeah. that's rays crazy. of light coming through. I know, I know. When 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 I got home and she was telling me, I was like, "Are you kidding?" And you know, it's it's crazy, man. Uh, we even we have a granddaughter, too, and uh, that's my daughter's daughter and there's she's she's got it too man um she she had told because you know reincarnation and stuff like that you yeah. know our souls you know they travel and you know and stuff like that well my granddaughter she's like three years old three or four years old when she tells my wife this she was like uh she goes i died before and we had already known about reincarnation because we're spir- we, 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 we investigate everything. So if it's spiritual, we're going to check it out, you know, because there's, there's a whole lot going on. And she, uh, so my granddaughter tells my wife, yeah, I died. And, and my wife is like, you died. She goes, how did you die? She goes, I died in jail. And she goes, you died in jail. She goes, what happened? She goes, I just died. And, and then just change subjects. You know what I mean? What? And uh, yeah, I mean, and, and my my granddaughter, she's like sharp and smart, and she can like almost tell you what you're thinking. You know, she's just we like I said, we have a strange family. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, man, I mean, uh, it's just it's so it's so wild. It's been a crazy experience, and I, you know, getting on YouTube and then hearing other people's stuff it's like. It's like, well, I might as well. I mean, I'm already like, a, I'll be 42 in December. I'm like, shoot, I don't even care. I'll tell anybody that wants to listen. Because a lot of times when I do that, like some people do, they're, they just don't want to talk about it. But other people are like, oh, yeah, I got a story too. You know? And I like hearing their stories. Cause, exactly. You know, you know, it's it's not a one-up type situation. It's like just, yeah, let me hear your story. Because I got, I got a crazy one too, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get it. Because I mean, with me doing the show, when I first started the show in the beginning of this year, I started uh-huh. telling people that I have this podcast and what's about. And I, I tell you, man, like there's people at work that would tell me stories and stuff that they never uh-huh. would have told anybody, anyways. But exactly. because I brought the topic up, they started sharing their mm-hmm. stories, and yeah. uh, it's yeah. it's great it's great to get people opening up and talking about this stuff.
2: I do. I really like it. I I, I love it when when that happens because I mean like, um, like just today, like like I was telling you earlier, um, then my my foreman that I work with, he told me a story that happened in his twenties that was just. I was like, I couldn't believe it. I go, this is something that I had never heard before. Anybody have seen, you know, have seen anything like this?
0: Yeah, well, why don't you hold up right there? We'll take a break, and when we come back, you can actually go into the details of what your foreman saw. Sound good? Okay, cool. Awesome, man. We'll be right back. We're back. And Rob, why don't you just pick up where we left off here and share with us what exactly your foreman saw. Sound good?
2: Okay. Um, well, like I said, he just, he, t- he told me this today and, uh, he's, he's 57 years old now. And, uh, this, what he saw happened when he was in his twenties and it was in, uh, San Louis pass, Texas. And, um, uh, they were out there doing night fishing and, uh, with some friends. And when, He saw what he thought was a satellite shooting across the sky. You know, he was just observing it. Um, He saw two more lights come up behind it, catch up to the first one. And with them tailing that first light that was going across, one shoots out in front of it and makes it stop. So he says at that moment, he's got all three lights that he's watching just sitting there. And he said it seemed like it had to have been like a minute or two. Well, at that point, all three of those lights go back all three together the you know, the direction that they had originally come from till he said he couldn't see it, see them anymore. But it was just so odd that I was like, I've never heard a story of that to where somebody saw a light and two more lights went and intercepted it. And he said, this was out. This was, this was not in our atmosphere. This was out, you know, above you know, what he was watching and, uh, yeah, I never, never saw that before. And and I had never heard of that. The two lights went over there, grabbed that third, that one, and then they flew back, you know? And, uh, he said he hadn't told anybody that in that since he was in his twenties, but (laughs) I was talking to him, telling him about what I was going to be doing tonight, talking to you. He, he went ahead and shared it and I was like, Hey, well, is it okay if I share it? And he said, yeah, (laughs) but, um, yeah, he said that was the strangest thing.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny how you talk about UFOs and these lights in the sky, meaning mm-hmm. plural, and a lot of times it's three lights, you know. And I yes. I, I wonder why that is. I don't know. It's but what you, what you just I, described with your foreman, it really sounds like those lights were intelligent, at least whether they were intelligently controlled or intelligent hard. on their own merit. It definitely seems right. like they th- there was intelligence behind it, right? Right.
2: Yeah, yeah, and, and see, and that's and that's funny you said that about the three lights because that's like with the lights that we saw on Thanksgiving. Yeah, we saw a bunch of lights, but they were in formations of three, looking like a triangle. When you know, when you finally could get your eye on them, you know. And I don't know what's up. And then with what we saw, when we were teenagers, the three the three spheres of, of light, you know, um, there's mechanical UFOs and, you know, there's other kinds or or just these spheres of light, you know, um, that's what was, that's what I've been seeing the most. And, and, but what just trips me up the most is the one that we saw that was in Pasadena that we lost time. That one, I, I can't even begin to try to figure that one out, you know, but you know, these, those other ones are easy. I saw lights in the sky, you know. Hey, I got a video of the of the lights in the sky. Um, but that one right there, I don't know about that one. That's why I'm, I'm really interested in, in maybe trying to do some uh, regress hypnotherapist therapy, you know.
0: If you ever do go and get that uh, regressive
2: uh-huh. therapy done,
0: I would definitely be interested to hear what you remember. Okay. Because yeah, heck yeah, I, I find that so trippy myself. Because I've experienced lost time when I was a teenager, right. and it was just—it was the weirdest thing. Because I there was no UFO, there wasn't any ghosts or anything like that. It was—it <laughs> was so weird because it was probably—it was the middle of the day, and I believe it was noon. Because me and my friends, we went up to the park to play basketball, and we oh. always played our games to eleven maximum fifteen, and. We had an hour and a half where we were able to be up there and play before we had to get going. We played one game to, let's just say, 15. We checked the clock, and it was time to go. So in one game, an hour and a half went by, and none of us remember how that's even possible. It just happened. It's weird. And then how did did y'all feel physically? Did y'all feel like y'all had played for that long? or no. I I don't remember. I just I remember we yeah. were all like baffled by it and it that's seems like weird. you know, it the thing is with me, I always look at this stuff more than anybody else cuz I was, I'm walking back to my house with my friends, I'm thinking to myself and I'm trying to talk to them about it and just like, "Oh yeah, okay." Like they just didn't it's care. Like and I'm like, "Wow, yeah. how do you guys not care about this? Like we just lost an I hour know. and a half of time."
2: Yeah, and it's like nothing. That's 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 crazy. I mean, that's that's, that is very strange. The whole losing time thing is that's, where did it go? <laughs> yeah, and
0: did you say that when, when that happened to you guys, did you guys talk about it? I can't remember what you said.
2: Okay, after, after it initially happened, that we didn't even really talk about it. We didn't talk about it at all because I didn't remember it until years later. And let me tell you this. I had a very vivid, vivid dream. Like, you know, you have a dream that. You just remember every everything about it, and and this happened years later uh, after after the one that we saw the three of us. And, and see, every time I seen something, it's always with somebody else. So it's like it's not just that lone uh, you know witness. Um, I had this crazy dream, and I'm already older. I'm an adult. and my kids are you know are growing and stuff. And I had this crazy dream that I was driving with my parents my mom and dad, my brother and sister, and we were driving in an old Plymouth Voyager that we had when I was like in junior high. And I'm looking at them and it's like, they're just, they are just, they're almost look like robots. They're not even, they're just looking forward, you know? And I'm like looking and I'm, and we're driving along the side of this mountain and I'm seeing craft UFOs flying through the sky. And I'm like, what the heck is going on here? And uh, I look at my parents, and they're still they're just it's it's almost like the robots Well I'm watching this one u f o fly up to us and it flies up and as soon as it gets close to us, it flips upside down, and all I see is this bright blue neon light right, and as soon as I see that it's I'm on this craft with this individual he looks human, but he's talking to me in this weird, strange language, and I'm like i don't understand what you're saying and he goes well is this better and he starts speaking in english and uh i'm like yeah that's that's a lot better and uh he he in my dream he asked me he goes well we need to see if you can you know give us a hand here and i'm in a white room and then there's all these other rooms off of this big white room and in my dream uh, and this is this is literally how it happened i looked into those rooms and there was tables there and there was women there and there was blood everywhere. And it was like, he was asking me to help them deliver these babies or something. And I was like, I can't do that. And when I said that, I can't do that. I freaking woke up that morning, you know, and I was like, wow, that was the strangest dream of how, how it went down. And I told my wife about it and I was like, I should I I don't know if that dream there is linked somehow to the the one that the three of us saw next to the hospital in Pasadena. I don't know. I don't know. But it was just it was such a weird dream that it just seemed so real that it, it was it was strange. Might be connected. Might not be. But I know when all this stuff was happening, I really wasn't into. All of this, like I am now, you know, as I've gotten older, I never had time to when I was younger. You know, I was always working, taking care of the family, and doing stuff like that. You know, and never, never really got a chance to try to investigate all this. But you know, now, but I would definitely let you know on that, you know, regression therapy. You know, yeah, definitely. But yeah, I didn't see that's just a, that's something I would like to ask because uh, it was just such a weird dream. I just don't, and it wasn't, it wasn't normal. To me, it wasn't, and I had heard of other people that had experiences, um, like in their dreams that they would be with, with people that they knew, but they would be like autonomous. They would be like robots. It's like they were there, but they weren't there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just another part of the crazy weird puzzle i'm trying to get figured out (laughs) well
0: when it comes to this stuff and you know the lost time and and all that stuff Mm -hmm. it's it's makes you very aware that you're really not in control i mean when it boils down to it you're not in control i mean for instance when you said that you had woken up and your face was right near the ceiling and then you fell i mean to me that sounds like you were in the middle of being abducted is that what you think
2: See, I was trying to figure that out, too. And then when I when I started thinking about it, because this was around, this was the same time when I saw that entity look through the window, I was trying to figure out if it was that or if it was I was having the outer body experience, because I used to like when I was when I was little, I used to be able to like I would feel myself falling asleep. I would see this weird shape with my eyes closed and I knew I was fixing to fall asleep. But when I would start dreaming, I would be able to control my dreams as a kid. If I, in my dream, if I did, if something happened that I didn't want happen, I could literally, I would go back and redo it. You know, that just, when I was little, I used to have fun when I was like, all right, it's time to go to bed, you know? But at the same time, <laughs> bedtime was one of the scariest times. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean I guess like I said it's just uh, there's weird stuff. Absolutely, man. Well, when you were
0: saying yeah. earlier about the uh UFO sighting that you had, I think it was the first one you were sharing. You mentioned about uh-huh. uh white light dropping from these crafts. Were
2: they balls of yeah. light like orbs? Uh, they were they looked smaller than that. It, it looked um it was they were way smaller than the the big orange fire looking ball that, you know, of the three and it was it was almost like it looked like uh like a led light that was falling from the bottom and and when i saw it, it it fell from the bottom and i told my wife and then she had said that she saw another one do the same thing and that's that's kind of what was like on top of us seeing what we saw we were like what the heck was that that fell out of it I interviewed
0: a guy and I probably had his show on maybe two months ago, three months ago. And he Mm -hmm. was talking about, he's from Oklahoma and he and his friend were walking down a road and they saw this craft and they're about 50 feet away from it. It was right across the street from them. I mean, it was really close. And he, I remember him saying that he saw this like ball of light come out of the craft, like almost like it was exhaust. And uh, I think he described uh-huh. it almost like it was like looked like it was, it was made of like a a plasma type thing. But I, if I remember correctly, uh-huh. it's the way he described it and the, the glow to it. Uh, I believe mm-hmm. was similar to what you just described as an LED light. I could be wrong, but I think he said it was like the size of a basketball. Uh, how That's how the... close were you to this?
2: Um. Well, those yeah, they were they were a ways from us. I really I couldn't judge how how far they were. they had to have been at least maybe a mile or two away from us, or maybe less than that, maybe a mile between there. Um, I even on, cause I have it on, uh, the two videos on my YouTube channel, uh, Rob Stockman. And I even had taken a daytime shot the next day. I went ahead and stood back there where I was standing and and where I was, you know, and, and know, filmed it in the daytime to kind of get, get an idea, you know, but they weren't that far. They were, they were close enough to where we seen them. And even, uh, in the video, you see the neighbors pull out and and leave in their car. And my wife had said before they had left, they had said, Hey, what's that in the sky? (laughs) You know, as we were looking at it, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, would you mind if I shared those videos on the website when I post this show? Yeah, you can totally do that. Yeah, definitely. So. Okay. Because I, I, I'm actually looking at the videos right now. I, I just remember that you, uh, I think, did you contact me through the YouTube channel or did you contact me through email?
2: Uh, I went ahead and I found you on through YouTube because you had commented and then I went ahead and went to your, your podcast and that's how I left your message
0: got gotcha. you okay because i i remember seeing this video oh yeah yeah Yeah, i remember lo- i remember looking at your video stuff and it's probably why because you contacted me uh i definitely mm-hmm. want to share these videos so that people can see what you saw and like you said i mean these videos don't give it justice but you can definitely see no. there's stuff going on in the video for sure not
2: at all yeah i mean it was just it was, uh, uh, like, towards the video, I was already starting to get speechless because I was trying to wrap, wrap my mind around, like, what what is it that we're seeing? And, was, you know, especially after that light dropped out of them, I was like, what is that? You know, and that just kind of took it a, a whole other direction. You know, something weird is flying in the sky, and something just fell out of it towards the ground. <laughs> what is it?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you
2: know, so but uh yeah yeah you can definitely do that that's that's not a problem at all and shoot i've been keeping my and what's funny is i for the longest time after what me and wife had saw i was like starting to get frustrated i was like man i want to see something again when am i When when are we going to see something again (laughs) you know and then it happened (laughs) and i was able to pull my phone out and get it on video so i was like Good. I got some footage to go with two stories.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, you've definitely had a lot of experiences throughout your life, and I think the fact that you and your wife have had experiences together and separately—I mean, you're, mm-hmm. I think you're absolutely right. There's definitely something going on with you guys. I, mean, <laughs> I don't want to say yeah. you guys are weird or anything like that, but I definitely think that there's no. there's uh, something going on because it's, I, it also I seems don't think generational. Other people
2: out there like us. Oh, I know sure. I know yeah 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 I, I mean I, I really am glad that I was able to tell you some of this stuff because some of this stuff nobody knows you know other than outside of our family you know and you know our kids are always. <laughs> you know we're telling our kids stuff like I don't know you know like be careful there's stuff out there that you know that can get you
0: <laughs> you just yeah you know I'm waiting for you guys to contact me again with a Bigfoot
2: story. Yeah, man, I'm really, really looking forward to this camping trip to uh, see, you know, and my wife just told me to just start playing it cool, you know, so we're going to look for structures and just look for those signs, you know, and... I could do some pretty good Bigfoot calls, but I don't know if she's going to let me do it. Not Maybe maybe when we get ready to leave, I could throw She has some calls. to.
0: She has to let you.
2: Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, and my brother-in-law, like I say, he's all into it, too. And I've turned them on to some of the channels that I watch, you know. And, you know, so we're excited. You know, you never know. And, and don't forget, there's Dogman out there, too. Yeah. I mean,
0: <laughs> that's what we were saying in the pre-interview. I mean, this world is just so... So mysterious. Oh my I mean, I, and it's exciting I love it. too.
2: Yeah, it's not boring. It's not boring like like what you think when you really start looking into some of this stuff. And then you know, if you really have stuff that you've experienced, you know, there's more to this world than just you know what we're told. Like like what you were saying is, you know, we're lied to our whole life. Yes. You know, there's there's answers out there. and We just got to try to go find them because they're not giving them to us.
0: Well, I would say that we were manipulated our entire lives with the mm-hmm. uh, school systems because mm-hmm. it's generations of manipulation. So the, right. the the teachers are now teaching underneath manipulation themselves. Mm-hmm. And Oh yeah. I, I don't think and we're we're living in a society where people aren't striving for the truth to these kind of things because they don't even believe it exists. And so yeah. it, it, we're we're stuck in this this situation where you and I and people like us are just these crazy, quote unquote, conspiracy theorists, and I just I just wear that badge proudly yeah. anymore. I'm I'm like, yeah, I yeah. am a conspiracy theorist, and I'm fine with that. You know, how, how did,
2: yeah. Me and my wife were talking about that yesterday, and I'm, I'm trying to remember how we said it. We're we're not conspiracy theorists. We're uh, uh, critical thinkers. Yes. Critical thinkers. I use this you know example I mean? a lot.
0: When I when I tell people that <laughs> I am a conspiracy theorist, I also use the example of, and every good detective is a conspiracy theorist because they theorize on how yes. things conspired. Yeah. That's what a conspiracy yeah. theorist,
2: theorist is. So, hey, you've heard of, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead, go ahead. Nope, go ahead. Um, uh, John Della Sosa. Have you've heard of him? I have He's heard the, of him. The, 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 the expert ex FBI
0: agent. That's where I know from. Yeah. I've probably seen him on YouTube. Man, That dude's
2: good. He breaks it down. Just like what you're saying when you're investigating, he's got a whole formula on how to investigate, you know, different things and different people and stuff like that. I was like, well, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. You definitely got to check him out. I liked him. It was pretty, pretty well informative with some of the stuff. I think I've seen him on the uh, leak project. He's been on a couple of other ones. Okay. Well,
0: listen, man, I really appreciate you coming on tonight and sharing these stories i mean you you've been a great guest to have on and just sharing the different things you and your wife have experienced together. It's been awesome talking to you, man. I really appreciate it.
2: Oh, man, I appreciate that, Tony man. I'm really glad to you know to be on and you know at least give a little bit of what we got. I didn't give it all up, so you know maybe I' call you later, give you some more.
0: Yes, sir, that's fine with me. We can always do a sequel
2: <laughs> that'll work that'll that'll totally work, man. All right, brother. You take care, all right? All right. You too, man. You have a good one. All right. Bye.
1: I hurt myself today To see if I still need I focus on the pain the only thing that's real. The needle tears the whole hole. The old familiar thing. Try to kill it all away. But I. Full of broken thoughts, I cannot repair. Beneath the stains of time, the feeling disappears.